Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach Chief of Police Robert Luna, as we continue our 25th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you are joining us tonight. Our guest for the entire show is our Chief of Police, Robert Luna. Chief, welcome back to Straight Talk. Art, thank you for having me on the show again. It's a pleasure. It's our pleasure. And uh, let's start right with the crime statistics, because public safety is a great concern throughout the community. Uh, give us the latest. Well, as, uh, as I go out in the community and I talk about the 2015 year-end stats, uh, we didn't end in a very good place. Uh, we were in the same place that many cities in California were. Uh, we had some challenges. But in 2016, uh, year-to-date stats as of August, uh, in the violent crime category, uh, we're up 5.9%. And in the property category, uh, we're actually down 0.2%. So we're doing better than we thought we would, but nowhere where we want to be. Obviously, we want to be in the negatives for all of our categories. But it is still a safe city, safer than it was five years ago. And, uh, uh, but residents are concerned, and legitimately so. Uh, and they should be we should all be concerned about crime. I mean, it, crime is our business in the police world, but it's important to keep it in context. If you're looking at crime stats overall for the city of Long Beach, uh, and you compare them to five, 10 years ago, we're still way far ahead of where we were. Even uh, though we're down in manpower uh, significantly. Yes, uh, even though we've, we're down about 20% of where we were, say eight, nine years ago in regards to manpower, the men and women, of this police department have been doing an extraordinary job. Uh, I honestly say at times that our men and women, each of them are doing the job of two or three people. Yeah. Uh, we've really, uh, as an organization, stepped up to the plate to try and meet our community's needs. And of course, uh, and I've said this on this show many times, and I believe you have also, that, that fighting crime is not just the responsibility of the police department, it's a community responsibility. And you really need the support of the community to do as effective a job as possible. It's a partnership. Uh, one part doesn't work without the other. So for us, as we go out and we talk about crime prevention or where we're at, it is absolutely essential that our community, uh, when they see something, they say something, they call us. Uh, when they see suspicious behavior, we respond. And I can't tell you how many times uh, that recipe for success uh, has worked for us in catching or apprehending suspects who are committing crimes. And your East Division commander gave us a useful example at a community watch meeting which I was involved with. If, to, to your point, if you see something, say something. Uh, if they get a call about some person who looks like maybe they don't belong, that gives them reasonable cause to stop that person and do a little dialogue with them. Whereas if they did not get that call, 
legally they would be on less sure footing by just going over and stopping someone uh, without the trigger of a citizen telephone call. We need reasonable, reasonable suspicion or probable cause to stop somebody and the calls from citizen describing activity to us that they believe to be suspicious really helps us uh, to be able to stop somebody if we believe that we connect the dots between that uh, reasonable suspicion or problem. So cause. the moral there clearly is if you see something as the chief said, uh, say something and uh, don't feel like you'll be intruding on the, the day of the police department. Very well said, thank you. Um, Prop A was passed by the voters that provided budget for additional public safety officers, officers and the reconstitution of the South Division. Tell us about that. Well, first of all, I really appreciate the mayor's leadership in putting this measure on. It took a lot of courage to do so. And then to pass it, our citizens basically saying, this is very important to us. So I can't tell you how grateful we are because without it, we would have actually been looking at budget reductions for this coming year. But because it passed, we're in the positive. And when I say positive, for the police department specifically, we get 10 new employees, eight of which will be sworn officers. What that's going to allow us to do is uh, reinstitute our South Division. Uh, during the recession, uh, as we were cutting back on personnel and money, uh, kind of the same thing, we had to consolidate our West and South Division patrol divisions. And uh, in doing so, uh, what it did, it was necessary at the time but it reduced our ability to provide the level of community policing that our community was used to. It, reinstituting South Division brings a commander back along with staff where the people who live and play and work in that specific division are able to contact them uh, directly and uh, make sure that we're working out those challenges that affect all of our communities. And each of our patrol divisions are very diverse, so it's important to have a commander there and their own directed enforcement teams and be able to long-term problem solve to make that community better. And the South Division includes uh, the business district of Pine Avenue and surrounding areas and some high crime areas. Uh, I wouldn't classify them as high crime areas, but yes, our business districts, everything south of Anaheim Street, going out to Cherry Avenue, down to the ocean, to the western city limits at the freeway will be the, the South Division, just Excellent. like it was before. And you mentioned uh, that we just graduated a academy class with 37 uh, new recruits that will be entering the police department and we are starting another academy with uh, 51 recruits, back-to-back -back academies. I am so grateful to be sitting here saying that uh, again support from our city council, our mayor, it takes a huge financial commitment uh, to get police academies through. We're very fortunate that we got the support to run two police academies uh, this last year. So we just hired a class of 30, I'm sorry, we just graduated a class of 37 and we just started a class of 51. Wonderful. So that is going to be a good injection of new police officers into the, our city. We'll be continuing this great conversation with the chief after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, 
and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back with our conversation with Chief of Police Robert Luna. Uh, Chief, uh, on the Grunion uh, recently, there was a front page article, Police Pastors Partner in Patrol. Very nice alliteration there, but uh, talk to us about this partnership with the pastors and, and patrolling the community. The Long Beach Ministers Alliance and the Long Beach Police Department have had a very good and strong relationship for over a decade. Uh, it started years ago when we were uh, having some significant challenges with violent crime. And the Ministers Alliance, especially this last year under the leadership of Pastor Gregory Sanders, have really stepped up to the plate. Uh, for any of the viewers, they know that currently, if you watch television or however you receive your news, there are so many challenges across the country with people that uh, um, question uh, policing tactics, strategies, and so Absolutely. on. And in this city, we're very fortunate. We've done some amazing work. And it's not just the police department. We're very fortunate that this community really supports their police department in general. We have a Long Beach Police Foundation, among other things, and a variety of groups such as CCEJ that I'm involved with that do work that's helpful. And they are true partners in this uh, collaboration. But with the Ministers Alliance, what they've done is they put together a program where uh, this weekend, they are gonna be out uh, doing ride-alongs with our police officers, getting to know what the officers are doing firsthand. Actual uh, ministers of different congregations here in town. Yes, that represent the Ministers Alliance. So we're look, really looking forward to seeing how that works. Now, we take ride-alongs. If you fit a certain criteria, uh, I always tell our public, go out and see what a police officer shift is like. Uh, the job of a police officer is very difficult, especially in today's environment. 
and knowing exactly how the communication center works, how they're receiving calls, how they're handling calls, and more importantly, how the public interacts with our officers. Uh, it's truly an experience, and that's what these pastors are gonna be doing out this weekend, and I believe that that relationship only is going, to, it's gonna get uh, stronger, and uh, to see people out in uh, most of our communities, uh, seeing that partnership uh, working together, I think is gonna be a very positive thing for our entire community. Well, it's very important to have the support of the community, and uh, you get it, it's a force multiplier when you have the community on your side and the eyes and the ears of people, because no one knows a community better than the people who live in it. Uh, and that's absolutely true, and you gotta remember that policing doesn't take place in a vacuum, uh, and policing is about working with the community. Uh, we've learned from the early ages of being a police officer that the community is the police and the police are the community. So we have to work hand in hand if we want this community to be the one that we dream of living in and working in. And uh, this patrol partnership that you referred to a moment ago, uh, in a sense seems to me to be tr an attempt to, to build relationships that assure some goodwill. So if God forbid a, a bad thing happens involving a police shooting or something like that, there won't be an instantaneous jump to uh, conclude that uh, the police officer did something wrong, that you have a line of communication where, where uh, people can find out the facts first. Communication and coordination with these individuals and our own community is paramount to any situation going sideways and trying to create that level of trust. And, and I just wanna emphasize something is that this is not something that just started uh, we have relationships, we have had them. We're just doing a better job of advertising what we're doing because again, the men and women of our department and our community together have been doing an extraordinary job for years. Well said. And wave at a cop. I mean, some folks, uh, when a police officer's waving, uh, coming by, you can give them a wave, right? And say, or if they're walking, thank you for your service. I cannot stress enough to your viewing public, how important it is, especially right now, to support your police officers. Uh, to walk up to them and say, hello, how are you doing? Uh, thank you, because uh, the officers have it a little rough right now. Uh, it seems like all the uh, attention, or at least a lot of the media attention, is very negative and only focuses on all the negative things or work that they do when 99% of their work is absolutely noble it's professional, it's compassionate, it's empathetic. The things that our men and women do out there on a daily basis is extraordinary. And I know, sadly, some in particularly other communities, but maybe here as well, feel like they're walking around with a target on their back. Uh, that's, a, that's a fair statement, uh, because you've seen that uh, attacks on officers uh, are up. Uh, but uh, again, we're out there, we're constantly communicating just to make sure that we feel safe, that not only the officers feel safe, that our community feels safe, uh, that we trust each other. And again, it goes back towards that partnership that's gonna make our community great. Well said. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? 
Yeah. But if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. You make me wear my bike helmet. You taught me never to run with scissors. And to follow the swimming rules. You tell me to stay away from drugs. To always buckle my seatbelt. So why do you keep a loaded gun in your drawer? How safe is that? You ask them to follow some safety rules, now they're asking you. In fact, they're counting on you. Never let your gun get into the wrong hands. Remember, always lock it up. Visit ncpc.org. Phone! Does anybody work here? Jeez. Satellite TV, what's the problem? I have a question about my bill. And since you merged with the phone company, I don't know who I'm supposed to call. Well, you should probably call the phone company. I did. They told me to call you. Please call them back and tell them that we told you to call them. They told me you told me that. And told me to call you. Let me transfer you directly to the phone company then. It's time to move on from satellite. For customer service without the runaround, get Spectrum. They transferred him back, sir. We're back in this great conversation with the chief. Uh, in this last segment, we'd like to get up close and personal, as we say, find out the chief behind the chief, if that's possible. 31 years with law enforcement. You started as a reserve officer, and you've been with Long Beach Police ever since. Yes, very proud and, and humbled to sit be, before you. And, and when you say my entire career here in Long Beach, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of that. And when I talk to people about that, for, for me, it's special because you, you're sitting before a man who's living out a dream. Uh, I've been wanting to be a police officer since I can remember. I usually really? tell people five years old. So to think that this city, the city of Long Beach, gave me an opportunity to fulfill my dreams, uh, I don't feel an entitlement at all to the job I have. It's actually the complete opposite. I feel like I'm in debt uh, to the city uh, and this community. So I give it my all. So someday when I decide to leave this job, uh, I'm going to hopefully be able to look in the mirror and, and, and say that I, I've succeeded some, but definitely left it all on the field for the place that gave me the opportunity to fulfill my dreams. Beautifully, beautifully said. Uh, and you're an alum of Long Beach State here, both as an undergraduate and a graduate degree. And uh, I note from your resume, you've attended the FBI National Executive Institute and National Academy and Harvard University. So you're a believer in higher education, continued education, continuing I, education. I absolutely am. In the jobs that we have in, in government, specifically in policing, you see so many tragedies and stories. And with all the experience that I've seen, education is such a vital, important role. And when we're talking to young men and women, specifically those of color, to try and emphasize how important it is uh, to pick up a book, uh, to read, to be able to write an essay, uh, to think about educating yourself. 
Uh, I once heard somebody say that education is the great equalizer, and it really is. No matter where you come from, if you are working hard and you get an education and you're thinking about other people, like service-wise volunteering, I don't believe there's anything that can hold you back. You can do just about anything you want to do. Amen to that. And one of my favorite phrases is this. If you think education is expensive, try ignorance. And it does. It, it weighs heavily when you talk about uh, health, uh, when you talk about incarceration rates. There are so many unfortunate statistics that talk about what happens when you uh, don't educate yourself. And uh, you almost want to stand at the top of Signal Hill and scream it and say, hey, you, you shake somebody and, and, yeah. and get that education. And we have a wonderful educational system here in Long Beach between the Long Beach Unified School District, Long Beach City College, and Cal State Long the Beach. The Long Beach promise. It, it, it's it incredible. Is. And it is a promise. And there's so many opportunities if you're just willing to meet them halfway. And everyone wants to come to the beach. We had 90,000 applications last fall for 8,500 places. It's, it's the hot university and it's right here in town. It is. And I hope we can find connections because we're hiring at the Long Beach Police Department. And what a, a wonderful place to get your education and then work it in a career uh, in service to others. And I mean, it's an extraordinary career and there's opportunities there. Let me try this question, Chief. It's a little bit of a, a reach, but uh, 31 years with the police department and, and, and we see your obvious passion for the position and gratitude for having achieved what you've achieved. What, what do you, what would you say about your experience as a police officer that maybe the population as a whole is not aware of? What, what would you like the average citizen to know about your career and, or police work generally? And, you know, we, people have a pretty good idea of what police officers do, but, but what element or elements might they not fully appreciate that you think would be useful for them to know about? Now, are you talking about me personally yeah. or about the work in itself? Well, either. I would say uh, for me, uh, getting to know me better is uh, I am all about my faith. Uh, my family is extremely uh, important to me. And honestly, sometimes people will ask me, what are your hobbies? And uh, my hobby is my family. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, the, the job of a police officer, the job of a police chief, uh, most people don't know how hard it is, how much time you have to devote to it, and how much it really impacts your personal life. And you have to try and find balance between it. I work many hours. The people around me in the police department, I can't tell you how proud I am to see so many people that are so committed to doing the right thing uh, to our community. Uh, not only do they come to work and work uh, extraordinary, a lot of, I mean, many hours, they volunteer, their yes. coaches, their parents and their good parents are invested in their children. Yeah. And there's so many good things going on. And I see that in so many people around me and that's who I'm surrounded by. Well, that's a great answer to the question. And I do know, as you know, I go to the POA picnic each year and always struck by the the huge number of officers that are there with their families and their kids, and it's a real camaraderie. It, it is, and it has to be. Police work is very difficult. 
you cannot do it without family support and structure. So at the police department, we always talk about family, the importance of family, and that's part of the mental well-being of a police officer because although it is one of the most rewarding jobs in the world, yes. it's also one of the most difficult. Yes. And you need support systems around you. And you also need the support, I assume, of your partner, who, that, that he has your back and you have their back when you're out on patrol or on assignment. Uh, maybe the, the department itself becomes an extended family. Oh, it absolutely does, because it's, it's almost like uh, being married when you're talking about a partner in your car. Uh, you have to know what they're thinking. You're going to even know what they're going to say before they say it because that's the kind of relationship that you have to have because you're really watching each other's back to make sure that you're safe. And not only from anybody who may hurt you, but just career uh, safety in itself. Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. I think Long Beach is very fortunate to have a chief of the quality of Chief Luna with his longtime dedication to police work and his increasing responsibilities throughout his career. I think he's a chief that uh, believes firmly in community policing and reaching out and uh, we can all help uh, the police do their job by uh, becoming the eyes and ears of the police department and also giving a friendly wave to a cop during a busy day or just saying hello. And Chief, I think uh, making this a partnership is, is the way to go. It absolutely is. And uh, I really appreciate Long Beach. Uh, I'm telling you, if you travel around this country, you will not find a community as unique uh, as Long Beach is. The diversity here, but the willingness of people to help others is something you don't see in every other city like you do in this one. I couldn't agree more and uh, again, the description of Long Beach as the biggest small town in America, I think, is appropriate. So thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me on. And thank you at home for being our guest. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Mm -hmm.
Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com. We drowned the fire, yep. stirred it, mm -hmm. drowned it again, mm -hmm. and now just feel if it's cold. Yeah. Cool. Smokey just gave me a bear hug. I know. I already posted it. <laughs> 